All right, y'all. Welcome to PTC Cast episode 21. Today, we dive into goal setting, clarity within that goal setting, and landmarks within that goal setting. This is brought to you by progressthroughchange.com, where you can get your free four easy habits for fat loss guide. You can also get a free three-day trial to the online exercise archive, which yes. I would highly recommend. But check that out. I'm Alex Martin. This is Chris Saldana. Enjoy the episode. But um, no, man, do, do you have any uh, sort of vision board, anything that you strive towards? Like, um, like personally, like I know, you know, what I want my family to look like and what I want my house and my life set up to, you know what I mean? Like things like that. Do you have, do you do any sort of like long-term goal setting, goal setting, vision planning type thing? So um, I don't have anything visual except a document, like just a text document. Your eulogy? Um, eulogy and I don't know if you saw it in the, uh, you know, the hero on a mission book, but I'm pretty sure that he talks about yearly or your one year, five year and 10 year goal or vision, um, not goal. And yeah, so I have all of that written down and, you know, again, it's not visual, but it kind of. It points. It pointed me in like I guess the right direction. But uh, this week I do want to rewrite those because I feel like what happened was when I wrote it, even though it was only a couple months ago, mm-hmm. um, I was being a lot less. I'm not going to say selfish, but it was not as much about me as now I want it to be. You know, before it was about my family and I want everything to be oriented around my family, which is great. Mm -hmm. You know, I still want to be really oriented around my family, but you know, I also, but it's, it's your life. Yeah. I don't want to put behind my ambitions and I feel like right now I'm feeling, you know, a lot more ambitious than I was back then. And so this week when I'm watching uh, your dogs, I actually want to, you know, do that and create a new one, five and 10 year uh, vision or goals nice and then yeah just reverse engineer that to you know what i can do now which i already have you know goals for you know the short term but what are some of the uh 10 years that come to mind like things you want in your life to look like because when i was um for anyone that doesn't know um chris got in contact with a guy named donald millard who is um an incredible um i will say entrepreneur and self-development guy yeah does that sound does that sound like a fair way okay and uh, Chris got an early copy of his book here on a mission and was kind enough to lend it to me. But part of the um, part of some of the processes within that book are um, looking at your life and, and setting up your one year, five year, 10 year life plan. Exactly. Or, yeah. Excuse me, not life plan, but how would, you, how would you yeah. work your life plan? Uh, I'd say all of it want, together yeah, is a life show, plan. Okay, so what you want it to look like. And you'd also write your eulogy too, which was crazy powerful. Yeah. But um, okay, so within that 10 year, what are some like, because I, I put like some really like weird little things um, that I would really like to happen. Um, but I would like to hear kind of how you structured yours and, and some things you put on there. Okay. Um, do you want me to bring it up or just go off the top of my head? Just go off the top of your head. So I know off the top of my head, what I wanted to do and this is probably going to change, is create a YouTube channel with uh, my siblings called Adventure Time. Yeah, where literally all we do is just go on adventures and document those adventures. And um, at the 10-year mark, uh, that would be their business at that mark. So 
you know, the one year it would be building that channel. Mm -hmm. The five year it would just be, you know, building it to... Maybe turning it into a business. Yeah, exactly. And then um, in 10 years, the goal is is for them to, you know, be the owners of that channel. Mm -hmm. So that boom, now they have a job Mm -hmm. and they don't have to, you know, do a nine to five, be stuck in a corporate whatever, and they're able to build this to, you know, whatever they want it to be, uh, be become. And I actually put job positions for each one of them. Oh, no kidding. Um, And then the next thing was I wanted to pick a site, my business, to um, become a almost like a predestined website builder for entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. something that's very affordable and that actually works. Mm -hmm. And so two years ago when I started, you know, messing with web or I think it was a year ago when I started messing with uh, web design, I created a website where you can, you know, go in and customize and build your own site kind of. And I would get that information and build it myself. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so the goal is uh, 10 years for that to be that, or pick a site to actually be that, Mm -hmm. but with lead generation also so that business owners can actually create something, you know, with their business so they can create a life of their own. And then the third thing is I wanted uh, to become like a big personal brand, something that inspires people uh, to change. Like that's the overall meaning of life, I feel like, is just a constant improvement mm-hmm. and just change. Yep. So I wanted to almost there be like no a... static. Yeah, exactly. I wanted to be a beacon for, you know, people who have those same ideals or, you know, want to do that in the future. Yeah. And then lastly, I really wanted to partner with you when it comes to something with uh, fitness. All right. So that's that's actually a five-year goal. Okay. Um, but th- those are my, yeah, those are my goals. And yeah, like I break it down a little bit more, but I would have to read the document for that. But yeah, man. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Well, I like that you covered a lot of different avenues. And, you know, it's funny because you mentioned like each of them have a job description or yeah. a, a job. And it's like... You know, that might seem like a, a, a tiny little detail, but I think it's those tiny little details that like <sighs> make it seem more it, real. It meant enough to you to write it down. It did. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that specific thing and like that just makes it a little bit more tangible, a little bit more real. Um, I know like in my tenure, um, one thing that I wrote down was like, I want to take my kids to school in the morning, oh, that's so like, beautiful, which, man. which sounds like such like a stupid little thing, but like, I feel like it's something that I wrote down because it's something that I'm going to look forward to because I'm a morning person and I want to be able to, you know, send them to school with a positive impact and, and, you know, having a great start to their day. But it also like, it makes me want to work a little harder because it's like, all right, well, I got to set up my day so that, you know, I don't have essentially anything going on till what, at least 9am or whenever you drop a kid off at school. I don't know. But so that was like one of the little things on there for me. Um, Another one for me um, is whenever Brianna and I move into either our next home or, you know, maybe it's the one after, I don't know. But we know we definitely want to have some land and I would like to build a, uh, like a a barn dominium or or something like that to have uh, a gym for PTC and then above have an office space and an actual podcast space for us as well. Yeah. So like, there's a lot of, I, I really think it's like within the details that you put the stuff that gets you excited, you know, like you had said, you know, them having their own individual job or like how you want people to feel about your personal brand. Like, mm-hmm. 
I feel like those intricate details are the way that you make your your plans or your visions or things like that, like a little bit more tangible and real. Because if I were to just sit here and say, like, in 10 years, I want PTC to make a lot of money. Like, what does that, that, what does that mean? mean? What does that do? Anything. Yeah, or I want yeah. PTC to change a lot of people's lives. And like, that's, that's, a, that's awesome. That's a righteous one right there. But like, what does that, what does that mean? How do I get there? What, how does... It's How does that feel? Yeah, you're yeah. exactly right. So I think I think it's those intricate details that you get a lot out of. And um, I was listening to uh, Darren Hardy's Compound Effect on the mm-hmm. way here, and yeah. he was talking about this exact thing actually uh, creating goals and um, just making them more clear. And yeah, so you can you, see them. Yeah, and one of the things that you know just amazes me about you know when he was talking about him setting his goals. Uh, one of them was to, you know, meet his dream woman. And so do you know what he did? No. He grabbed a journal and he wrote down 40 pages worth of just description. Um, I'm not sure that about, person exists, man. Well, yeah, like just like he, he even says like down to, you know, the texture of her hair. Well, like her, yeah, her, geez, val- her values, yeah. beliefs, um, like all of these things. And... Um, and then he goes on to say, well, you know, how do I need to, or what do I need to do to, you know, attract someone of this stature? How do I become a person that attracts? Okay. Exactly. He's like, okay. So what he does is write 40 more pages of the, yeah, of the, (laughs) of the the values and beliefs to be. Yeah, exactly. And then he goes on to say like in eerie detail, it's almost like she was ripped off of the pages from my journal and presented in front of me and that's his wife right now so i don't know you know if someone and he he says that you know he uses that in you know all parts of his life but not only that you know donald miller a successful you know business owner writer Mm. um inspirational speaker all of that what is what does he do this exact same thing that we're talking about and it's all about creating clarity Mm -hmm. you know apparently it seems like clarity is the key to a lot of things, like clarity in your habits, clarity in you know your future, clarity yeah. in you know what do you want, mm-hmm. and all of that. Like maybe there's probably something to that, you know? Yeah. Well, I also think sometimes people pass on the the small details or half asset because they don't know, and not only do they not know, but they don't. Yeah. They. I don't want to say they don't want to pick the wrong thing, but they're afraid to say what they want in case they don't get it. Or they're afraid to give something else up for that thing. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. So it's like if I sit here and tell you, well, I want to take my two kids to school in the mornings. Well, what if I have three kids and I'm training at 5, 6, and 7 a.m.? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's Conflict. just... You're, yeah, you're exactly right. But it's like, no, if I'm able to dial that in a little bit more, I can be a little bit more specific and I, yeah. can, I can see that. But I think people try to try to cop out on the details because number one, if it's general they feel like they're more likely to get there but number two it's less accountability so much less accountability. which it's funny that i said the two kids thing because it's not like you're bad if you have three kids but like point being you know when you when you write down the specifics and you and you just get a little bit more into those details man it becomes so much more tangible so much more tangible you can actually see it yeah and i know like god but this dude did 40 pages twice 40 yeah (laughs) and imagine that's just for I mean, I'm not going to say just like that's his lifelong wife. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, 
I don't know, like when, whenever I'm creating clarity for my goals and stuff, I'm not going to lie. It's sometimes it's hard for me to initiate that, uh, like thought process Yeah, just because it could, it could be a rabbit hole, man. Yeah. And it could take like, you know, a long time. And that's why I guess I'm waiting, you know, to watch your dogs to create this because I know that yeah. it's going to be, you know, it's going to take a lot of time and a yeah. lot of energy, you have to, but you have to actually dedicate some time to it. It's not just like a quick 10 minute practice. It's like, you have to sit there and think, man, like what if what do yeah what do i want and and what's cool about that is it's like as soon as you figure that out you start deconstructing and working backwards into your checkpoints mm. it's like all right man well if i want to set myself up to have again let's say the two kids and taking them to school every morning right it's like okay well number one i have to be financially stable enough to have two children and to be able to not train from the hours of whatever 5 a.m to 9 a.m so that i can do that you know so it's like how do i work hard enough and then set up my training schedule and then you know what i'm saying like it's yeah you learn to build it mm -hmm, you're able to deconstruct it and work it backwards so that you can start building towards it if that makes sense at least that's how i approach it yeah it doesn't um so in in the book atomic habits jane or james clear like talks about processes and you're name dropping with the books i know right that's impressive i'm not good with authors um and he he talks about that processes are more important than goals. And then Darren Hardy, uh, you know, he talks about goals are extremely important, but Mm -hmm. you know, if you bring them together and well, I guess if you kind of go, you know, the Darren Hardy way, um, it's not only about the goals. It's about deconstructing those goals and, you know, creating a plan because if you have, you know, if you have a goal to do a, B and C, but your plan consists of just, you know, getting to A, well, guess what? You're not going to accomplish that goal. Yeah. And yeah, like it's, goals are big and they're, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're kind of a headache to me, Yeah, but I know that whenever I do create them, it's always, it's always been worth it. Yeah. And with the, the processes. Yeah. And you know, something that I think is interesting about goal setting is, um, well, let me say this. There's been a lot of times in my life where I haven't necessarily goal set, but I've, stuck to processes that I know fulfill me and are positive processes and they've gotten me a significant distance. So all that saying, like, I think it's okay to bury your head and work, but you have to know it's in the right direction and it's for the right thing. Exactly. That makes sense. So I can definitely help you to have that total clarity, but I've definitely had times in my life where it's like, no, I'm just going to bury my head and work and things will work out. And I I think that's a little, uh, I think that's a little riskier. (laughs) Mm. I think that's not as structured. But I definitely think that taking the time to goal set is worth it. Yeah. And if, you know, if, like you just said, if you don't, if you are just doing the processes, um, well, you know, at least you're doing the processes, the routines, like mm-hmm. those, those will carry you, you know, quite a way. And, but I guess, you know, like you said, if, you know, your goal is to go north and your processes are taking you south, yeah. then, hey, are those processes really helping? Yeah. So it doesn't matter how fast you run in the wrong direction. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I guess that goes back to the last episode also, like about the small changes, even if you're making, you know, very small builds up, buildups, but it is pointed toward mm-hmm. North, you're oriented you know, your right goal, way. then yeah, eventually, or always you're going to be working toward where you want to go. Yeah. And if you're creating those, you know, one, five, 10 year things, then, you know, you have clarity and you know, where you want to go yeah. one five. Cause I know before I created those, I had no idea what I wanted to do, you know, a year from then. When you set the goal to be the strongest teen in the world, 
how old were you? How long did it take you? And how exactly did you, would you consider that to be something that was just process oriented? Or did you actually say like, no, by this time I got to deadlift this much. By this time I got to bench this much. You like, how did you break that down? How did you work that? Cause I, I would consider that to be a pretty lofty one. Okay. So I know I said that goals and processes are great together, but you had not. I actually just thought thought about this yesterday. Actually, okay, this is so weird. We're we're talking about the things that I've been thinking about. Um, when it came to become the strongest team that ever lived, I didn't have any processes set in stone. Like I never even thought about it for those two years. Maybe like subconsciously, mm-hmm. but I had a very very clear goal. And, you know, miniature goals or smaller goals Mm -hmm. for that big goal. So I was always aligned to become the strongest team that ever lived. Like from the point of me waking up Mm -hmm. to the point of me going to bed, it was all driven toward that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was literally obsessed with that. And it took me two years. Um, It was horrible. It was great. But, yeah, somehow... Somehow I did it. Yeah. And it's it's weird. Um, I was 18 years old or like 17 and a half when I decided to. No, I was 18 when I decided to become the strongest team that I ever lived. And I was like 17 and a half when I, you know, got depressed and, you know, wanted to. And I got into heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't remember where I was going with that. We were talking about having set that goal and if you were process oriented or if you just, I mean, you had mentioned how oriented you were in that same direction, but you didn't really have any process. So were you just kind of going in the gym, pounding your head against the wall, training as hard as you could, and then eating everything and trying to sleep? Like, Well, I guess I knew I knew the goal, which was become the strongest teen. And then I had to, like, my mind was just figuring out how to get to that goal. Like, yeah. And so the desire to get to that goal was creating the processes mm-hmm. on that on you know their own and because i wanted to achieve that goal like i never questioned the processes like if something was going to lead me closer to that goal then i wouldn't question if i should do it or not no it was like okay that's what i need to do yeah i'm doing it it. yeah Yeah, exactly like whether it's taking a gram of caffeine before a workout yeah it's stupid crap um or eating a forty five hundred thousand forty five hundred calorie shake at night mm. every night or you know my four pounds of pasta every day yeah you know whatever whatever it took and yeah yeah maybe maybe if your goal is clear enough then the processes don't really matter because they'll they'll somehow just you'll you'll find a way i um when i prepped for my first show <clears throat> i was 200 pounds and uh, I thought I had way more muscle than I did. But so I started dieting and I was like, all right, I just got to get to 190. <clears throat> and I got to 190. And I was like, all right, I just got to get to 180. And I got to 180, 170, 160, 150. And so, wow. you know, once I made it to 150, looking back now, I definitely could have gotten leaner. But I was never really concerned with the number of 150. It was just I knew I needed to get leaner. So I stuck with the processes and then I was just like looking at landmarks, if that makes sense. It does. Yeah. So it was not like, I I didn't maybe necessarily have that specific goal in mind of 150, but I was like, well, I knew I needed to be leaner. 
So my goal was to get to the next landmark, if that made sense. Yeah, and your brain figured out yeah. what that landmark was, yeah. and it just latched onto those weights. Yeah, so maybe that was some form of goal setting and, and being a little bit more process-oriented. But now it's a lot more enjoyable for me as far as goal setting and, and deconstructing goes because those landmarks are those micro victories that keep you not only motivated and invested, but knowing that you're working in the right direction. You yeah. Because if you're not hitting those landmarks, well, you're not getting any closer to that goal. And if you're not getting any closer to that goal, you got to take a look at your processes. Yeah. And the cool thing about, you know, creating clear goals is, you know, what those landmarks are. So you get that, you know, excitement whenever mm-hmm. you do hit those landmarks. But, you know, if you do just have a goal and, you know, you're hitting those landmarks, but you don't really know it, then, mm-hmm. you know, you could get discouraged and be like, well, I'm no, I'm not closer to, you know, right. my goal. So fuck this. Yeah. When in reality, you are on the right path and you're doing yeah. amazing. Yeah. So. Yeah. My, uh, my online clients, we take weigh in averages every week. So we weigh in seven days and then we'll take the average of the week. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the number we play by. And so we play by that average because your weigh-ins fluctuate all over the place. Yes. So those landmarks that. of the averages, I think, are huge because otherwise you're sitting there looking at, you know, your weight trend and it's just like bouncing all over the place, mm-hmm. right? But if you were to plot the averages, you're trending downwards, yeah. right? Or trending in what your right direction is. So I think we can get a little lost in the processes sometimes if we're not looking at our landmarks, you know, if we're not breaking down the step-by-step thing to get there it's like you know let's say we're 200 pounds and then we get down to you know our weigh in averages let's say our weigh in average is 200 pounds but then you know next week we're 201 202 203 but then you know somehow we dial it in we lose a lot of water we keep the carbs in check something weird like that and then suddenly we're 198 197 196 we take those averages if your average is 199 we're cruising, man. We're moving in the right direction. Maybe we could dial it in a little bit, do it a little quicker, whatever. That's something Mm -hmm. different. But, you know, you could sit there and just question and be confused if you're bouncing all over the place. You have to have some sort of clarity within not only the goal itself, but those landmarks and how you're getting there. I really like that idea because, as you know, I started tracking my weights and my calories. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I've been seeing. Like, there's some days where I'll be coasting, you know, maintaining because... Mm -hmm that's my goal maybe to gain a little bit yeah and what will happen is uh you know some days i'll usually i know exactly what causes it but Mm -hmm. you know i'll wake up six pounds heavier than i should have woken up but and then i'll remind myself hey remember what alex said just trust the process stay consistent Mm -hmm. and everything will be okay so you know i didn't lower my calories that day i just stayed yeah did what i needed to do yeah and uh, within like four days, boom, it would just go right yeah. back to normal. And, you know, I took that average and, you know, maybe I would gain like one pound that week, which is perfect. Yeah. Like that's exactly what I want. So yeah, if you're getting like stuck in analyzing, you know, the ups and downs, the constant yeah. ups and downs, like Minutia. that would drive, that would drive me crazy. And, you know, if I didn't have you to tell me, Hey, like, this is how, like, that's just how it is. Yeah. Well, maybe when I saw that I gained six pounds that day, maybe I would have been like, fuck this, like, this is stupid, I'm going to stop tracking, I'm going to go eat a cheesecake today, because, like, seriously, <laughs> why? Yeah. Ser- yeah, like, yeah. why, like, and there's you're, no you're point in this. And you're going to recalibrate every time you're like, oh, well, crap, I was, I'm 201 today, and I was 200 yesterday, well, I must have ate a bad food yesterday, or my calories must be wrong, or my macros must be mm-hmm. off, and it's like, no, man, you just, 
you, you forgot that literally the position of the moon or the time of the month or what time you ate or how much salt you had or how much water yeah. you had or whether you trained or not can affect your weigh-ins, man. Like there's, there's so many variables around these things. So unless we can have a good way to quantify landmarks, we're going to be all over the place. We're going to mm -hmm. be confused. We're going to be constantly questioning, but that's why we got to be process oriented, man. Yeah. It'll keep you sane. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. It'll keep you sane. Otherwise you're questioning everything under the sun. Yeah. And I know like if maybe, maybe if, you know, you are doing those things and maybe you get a little bit out of whack or something and you are working towards something important, like for me, it's a powerlifting meet and mm -hmm. I'm competing in the 242. So I have to stay at a certain weight so that when I do a water cut, it's not going to be, you know, insane. Mm -hmm. Like I, I don't want a water cut any more than, you know, like eight pounds, 10 yeah. pounds max. And if, you know, that day I didn't know, you know, how the body worked and yeah. I did give in and let's say I did put on an extra two pounds. Well, imagine having to cut an extra two pounds of water weight for my yeah. powerlifting me. And then the effect of the performance that that would have, like, even though you are making or you can make, you know, a shitty choice today, like what happens when those stack up, you know, two months from now, in my case, to a powerlifting meet. Mm -hmm. And if I would have just managed those things and just stayed consistent, yeah. I would have been fine. <clears throat> but because I chose to, you know, give up that one day because right. of that one inconsistency, like, come on, just stay consistent, trust the process. That's, yeah. that's what I'm learning. Yeah. So. A lot of us, I think it's stuck in our own head or like, you know, I have, I'll have people typically, I shouldn't say typically, but I've had, you know, in the past before someone will have, you know, maybe their first or second week of, of online coaching and they've been crazy consistent and they, you know, they got that good initial weight jump down. And, you know, let's say they lose, you know, five pounds in their first week, which is a, a great week. Yeah. But then that next week rolls around and they lost three and a half. And then they're like, well, why didn't I lose five? And the, <laughs> the thing is, man, is it's like, well, number one, it gets harder. Number two, you probably lost some water weight and some other stuff. And, you know, we didn't have to do much to, to dial you in there. But we're looking at the trend, man. We're not trying to like make these crazy leaps or bounds or, or overshoot ourselves, man. Yeah. We're just trying to be as consistent as we can in the right direction. So people are like, you know, what can we do to speed up the process? And there's nothing wrong with wanting to dive in a little harder, but it's like, man, it's week two. We still got the training wheels on, bro. Like you're doing great. Let's yeah. take the victory as it is. Let's trust the process and keep rolling with it, man. Yeah. That's eight pounds in two weeks. Yeah. What happens if you lose another five pounds? That's 13 pounds just, in a yeah, month it, it, it adds you up do that quick. next month 26 mm -hmm. like that's amazing mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. but it's like so both flip sides of the coin there like you can question the process because it's not going well enough for you or you can question how to increase the process when it's going perfectly for you and it's like why are you trying to overcomplicate this why are you trying to make this more harder than it needs to be mm -hmm. you know if we know what we're doing is working let's hold tight on it man exactly let's be consistent with it and let that time compound that's what i have to tell people a lot too man is it's like particularly my clients who have been getting after it for you know whatever maybe it takes the average person to get a good walking habit in and a good food journaling habit in a month to really get under their belt let's say yeah. that so let's say they're a month in well at that point man it's like let's just let time compound and see what happens yeah you know, before we really get crazy over complicating things. Yeah, so, there's no point in overcomplicating at that moment. Yeah. You know, like we talked about in the last episode, just slowly raise that mm -hmm. baseline. So you're always progressing. You're never like overstressing. Mm -hmm. And, 
you know, it always stays like maybe not easy, but pretty easy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because that's how you're going to build, you know, these things for life. Yeah. And so that's the goal, right? Yeah, man. So you, you set that goal, you create the clarity within it, and then you follow your landmarks. Yep. Step by step. Step by step. Don't overcomplicate. Don't question. I mean, well, question if it's not working. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. if it's working, trust the process, man. Trust the process, man. Yeah, 100%. Thank you all for listening. This has been PTC Cast episode 21.